Welcome to another All About Nothing podcast. I am your host, Barrett. Thank you for joining me. I uh, sincerely apologize for not being here last week. I honestly wish that I could say exactly what the reason was, but I'll be completely honest with you. After seven days, I, I can't remember. I, I, I have no idea. I know... I want to say I think that the hurricane, but I can't say that because that wasn't last week. That was this past week, weekend. Um, I can't remember. And that's terrible. I know there was a reason. I mean, of course, there'd have to be a reason. Otherwise, I would have been here. So, for this week, I'm going to be completely honest, I don't actually have any sort of game plan as to what I'm going to discuss. I honestly didn't even think I'd have time to, to do a podcast tonight, but uh, I am. It is Wednesday, September the 13th, and uh, there has been a lot that has gone on since, of course, uh, you've heard from me. Um, I, 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 there is... There is some, I guess, some exciting news. I mean, sort of exciting, I guess, for me. Um, spent Labor Day weekend uh, with family in Atlanta. Um, went to go see the Georgia Tech-Tennessee game. I know that's uh, something that I discussed in the last episode that I was going to do. And I, I can tell you this. Uh, that stadium in Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Falcons will be playing, uh, I guess they open up this weekend versus uh, Green Bay, but uh, that, that stadium where Atlanta's going to be playing is absolutely incredible. I mean, if you you watch the game game on television this weekend, uh, if you can, if it's on television and you can watch it, um, it will be one of the coolest stadiums easily that I have ever seen, and, and to be able to be there for that Georgia Tech game was just awesome, and, and, and the stadium is, I, I can only describe it like this. At least at one end of it, um, the north end zone. When you when you walk into the stadium, it's almost like you are entering into like an open air stadium, like uh, like um, like Williams Bryce here in Columbia, South Carolina. You're 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 entering entering into a stadium that basically has been encapsulated in this weird shaped dome sort of thing. But it is it is really really cool, and that halo television thing that they have going, it's huge. And crisp, and it is it, it is it is a delight to watch, even from our seats, which were I don't know we were we were section three three hundred twenty six, and we were I don't know row twenty seven I think, which means we were only like nine rows from the rafters, but like you could still see the screen of this giant television halo thing. And, and you could see, and the field was still visible. I mean, I, I don't know that there are any bad seats in the stadium. And I know people say that. Every time they open a new stadium or something, someone will always say, you know what, there are no bad seats here. And and in all honesty, we walked around the entire thing. Um, and I, I'm not saying we checked out every section or anything like that, but it is really a remarkable stadium. And I was really glad to get to go. Um, and uh, it, it was it was awesome. Georgia Tech lost uh, 41-42, but... Um, you know, you can't win them all, even though we, we should have won that one. But, you know, Georgia Tech ran their uh, Marshall, uh, their quarterback, a lot. And uh, he got tired. I imagine that's what happened. Um, so what else has happened since we've uh, since we've been away? Uh, we had uh, Hurricane Irma hit southern Florida 
and then tracked its way up through Florida and Georgia. And here in South Carolina, we got an intense amount of rain, uh, wind, lots of wind, uh, same in Georgia. In fact, I have friends in Atlanta that are still without power. Um, they have not been out. They have now been out with the power, been without power since about Monday morning. Uh, and that's a long time. Uh, major metropolitan city um, not being able to get the power on indicates just how big this thunder, this this hurricane was, or how powerful. Um, so that's uh, that's still going on for a lot of people. I know here in South Carolina, for the most part, all we saw was a lot of wind and and rain, and it wasn't like hurricane force winds. I think they said gusts some in some places were up to like 50, 55 miles an hour, um, but. It was enough, actually, my neighbor uh, across the street, and this is going to be weird, um, my neighbor across the street, uh, her, she had one of her Bradford pear trees uh, in her front yard fall, and it fell across the driveway, and um, the day that it fell, I believe that it was Monday that it fell, and um, a couple other neighbors and I, we got out and we tried to pull it out of her driveway so at least she could get out in the morning uh, to head to work, but... Um, the uh, the the I, I'm I'm a little disappointed in our trash pickup because um, I have always been told and 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 what I've done is if I ever cut limbs and whatnot in the yard and I put them out the front I don't ever chop them up into four foot sections. Well, this morning when they came around to do trash pickup, apparently they picked up a few of them and then told my neighbor across the street that uh, they would not pick up any more. Uh, because they had to be cut into four foot sections, which is okay. That's fine. And I get it that that's the case, but I've never had an issue with this. I've never had a situation where I couldn't put something out of the street and then pick it up, regardless of whether it was a four foot section or a 10 foot piece or, or, or whatever. They've always picked it up and I've never had an issue. Um, but they, in, in the situations where mine got picked up, it was usually that they had, I guess the, the, the truck drivers, they would pick up the trash and whatnot, and they would call back to the station and say, hey, there's there's yard debris that needs to be picked up. And they'd come out with this truck that had like a, a mechanical arm on it that would pick it up and then drop it into a, a bin on, on the back of the truck. Apparently, that's not what they did this time. They, they actually just had, I guess, workers throwing the yard debris into the back of the regular trash pickup, which doesn't make sense. Why would you be putting yard debris into the uh, the same truck that you're picking up like you know trash it doesn't I, I guess I, I'm not I'm not certain as to the entire situation what happened I'm doing this is being relayed to me secondhand by my neighbor across the street and sometimes sometimes stories get a little complicated um, <laughs> when they're being relayed back to me and and then of course sometimes I may not just be I may not be listening exactly the way that I should but uh, it, it just seems a little weird um, so I'm gonna see about trying to get another uh, chainsaw this uh, next week and and maybe chopping it all up before the trash comes to pick up so that if it is in four foot section that they will go ahead and pick it up um, I don't uh, you know in the, in the neighborhood I live in we, we tend to try and help each other out when there are situations like this that uh, we're trying to help take care of so hopefully uh, this will all breeze over and you know uh, and that sounds kind of funny, breeze, hurricane, that's that's weird. Um, what else? Uh, well, you know, uh, we have uh, we've had North Korea uh, continue to, uh, to to defy these sanctions and defy orders and, and requests and, and things like that from the United States. 
and and I have I have an interesting theory on this, and and I don't. I think I've discussed it before, and I I I, I don't want it to come across as not patriotic, and I don't want people to think that I am not in favor of, you know, the United States being the greatest country on the earth. I, I that's fine. We can we can think that, and I will go along with it. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, North Korea, despite all of the issues that it has with um, human, uh, the 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 fact that um, you know you have citizens in that country that are that are without food and water in some time in places, and, and then you have these prisoner camps that we know exist. Um, you know. North Korea is a it is a country, <laughs> obviously, but it, it we don't recognize it here in the United States as being its own holy own country. It, it you know we don't we we don't give it the credit that we give other countries. So North Korea has developed its nuclear weapon, its nuclear bomb. You know, it, and I'm not saying that it didn't have help. I know, I know that there is reports and news to, you know, information basically to back up that most of what they have gotten in the way of development of their nuclear arsenal or nuclear weaponry has come at the assistance of either the Russians or it's come at the assistance of the Chinese or that it's come at the assistance of even in some cases, you know, uh, the United States. I mean, you know. You can you can find almost anything on the internet, and I think that that is probably something that 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 all of the all of these informational holes have been filled in by countries and by the internet to assist the North Koreans in building a nuclear weapon that is capable now. Apparently, from what experts I guess are saying, is that this nuclear weapon can now um, be launched on an intercontinental ballistic missile that could potentially reach the United States. I, I believe that no country that has a nuclear weapon wants in any way, shape, or form to ever have to use that weapon, okay? The the problem is is that North Korea is so, not necessarily the country, but the, the, the Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, I'm sorry, Kim Jong-il passed away, but his son, Kim Jong-il, Il, son, un, <laughs> Kim Jong-un, the leader of, of the supreme leader in North Korea, he is so desperate and so afraid of losing his power, and not necessarily because he has any real power. I mean, he does. He he's the leader of a country that is that that basically abuses its citizens in order to remain in power. But he is so desperate to grasp on and hold on to that power that 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 he's willing to threaten a country that has thousands and thousands of nuclear tipped missiles or or you know we have we have subs okay in the news a little while ago there was there was uh there was a question that president trump apparently did not know the answer to and what essentially what the nuclear triad is and of course if if you don't know and it's possible you don't know because we don't hear the term often but the nuclear triad basically is the three ways in which the united states can launch a nuclear attack um there is from the ground, which is missile silos that are located all over the country. And in fact, we have missile silos all over the world um, in some of our allied countries and such. Um, so ground attack. Um, we have air attack, which means that we would launch them from um, 
our bombers. We, we can launch nuclear tip, uh, nuclear missiles from our bombers. Or we can launch from submarines, so naval, air, uh, marine. So uh, ground, marine, or water, and air. We are one of the few countries that does have this ability. And, of course, one of the reasons we have this ability is, again, because we have thousands of nuclear weapons. They've been, we've been building them up since the, the, the late 40s. Okay, and, and, and the thing is, is that North Korea feels threatened daily because of the sheer volume of nuclear weapons that we have. And I know this is not going to be a popular idea. I, I know. And I'm not saying that it's my only idea. But what if we were just to say, hey, you know what, North Korea, you have developed the bomb. You have developed the means to launch your weapon. Um, we're going to welcome you to the table. And, and it's not because we want to, but it's because we recognize that you all are a country. You all want to be recognized as a nuclear power. And, I mean, we, we did the same for Pakistan. We did the same for, you know, I believe that, uh, you know, um, the Israelis have the nuclear weapon. It's not because they developed it. It's because we developed it and we gave it to them. Why is it so hard? I, I get that we're not allies with the, the, the North Koreans. But when we recognized that the, the Russians had it, we weren't allies with them either. And it's not like we tried to keep them from getting it by continuously threatening sanctions and the attack of our own nuclear weapons against them or some sort of force. I just I, I don't understand why it is that we pick and choose which ones that we want to, uh, to, 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 I guess, I don't understand why we can't just say, okay, North Korea's got the bomb now. We asked them not to do it. You know, at some point, I think we have to recognize the human element of the situation. And that is, is that the North Korean people, the people that, that fall under this dictatorship that are that are forced. And, and in some cases, I, I know that they probably believe everything that they hear from their leader and that they believe everything uh, as far as him being, you know, this mystical uh, super being, but you know what, forsaken all that, you know, why is it that we can't just say, okay, you've developed the weapon, you know, it's time to recognize, you know, now that you've developed the weapon and you have the means to which to protect yourselves with it or, or protect yourselves with the threat of it. Why can't we just say, okay, you know what, it's time that we recognize North Korea as having the weapon. How can we help them help their citizens? And I know that's going to fall under the whole, you know, the, the whole issue of the United States shouldn't be, you know, I just, I, I, just, I believe that, that, that we can be a better country and we can be better people. Even if they don't want to help themselves, we can, I, I believe that we can at least offer some sort of assistance. I just, I, I don't, I, I know all of this is sort of back and forth and around and about and whatnot, but you know, it's. I, I, the idea that there are people suffering in North Korea and it's completely at the fault of, of the regime that is in control there. But I don't understand why we can't recognize that this is just how it is now and, and, and we evolve from it. We, we progress. We move forward and we say, okay, North Korea, you got the bomb. How can we help you 
make it better, make, you know, from from the nuclear bombs and the atomic bombs that we created back in the 40s and 50s developed into the energy solution of nuclear power that we have now. And and it's not that that it's 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 not the 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 end all solution to renewable energy, but nuclear power is clean except for the byproduct of having, you know, basically nuclear waste. But there, there is in, in they are they are working on solutions to that, and and we are we are almost on the verge of having the ability to turn even that nuclear waste into energy and then use it up so that there is no waste left. I, I mean, they're they're on the verge of this, and it's coming. I know it's coming, and I've seen the details on it, and it it is it's going to happen. So I feel like this is the solution. Is you know. Yeah. And I, I feel I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm bleeding heart liberal, whatever. But I feel like the solution is, is that we have the potential to to rein in the rest of the world, not through threats and not through, you know, kicking people out of the country, not through alienating, not through doing all these things where we 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 recognize the differences in people, but we recognize that we're all the same type. We're all the same people, you know. Whether you whether your 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 religion is Islamic or Christian or Muslim or, you know, Buddhist or, you know, all of the religions. I believe that we can recognize that we're all human beings and we all occupy this planet. And I think that the best solution to get to that point is is just to, you know, just to bite the bullet and just say, okay, here we are. How do we make a better planet for all of us? Because what we're le- what we're moving forward now on is a a planet that is going to have bigger storms that last longer and rain more and, and and you know charleston this past weekend or the, i guess monday monday and tuesday the reason that charleston saw so much flooding wasn't just because of the amount of rain that fell it was because we had tides come in at the same time as all of this rain, as well as an on-store surge from the from the winds that were pulling and are pushing water more inland, and these things are going to happen more and more because we the Earth is getting warmer, and it it is it is climate change. Our our planet is changing, and it's and 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 whether you believe it is a direct result of human beings or whether you believe that it's just a cycle. And by the way, if you believe it's just a cycle, you're wrong. The, the, I mean, it's uh, the science is there. The, the earth is getting warmer because human beings are causing more carbon in the atmosphere. And that carbon in the atmosphere makes it difficult for the heat to escape. And when the heat doesn't escape, it just sits. And we have hotter summers. We have more intense storms. Yeah, and, and of course, we'll have winters where they are colder, but it's not necessarily that the temperature changes and things like that. That's not that's not climate change. That's that's just weather. But but we have situations where we have more intense weather than we did before. We literally had two hurricanes back to back that were a class a category four or better. And it's it, it's hard not to look at those and see the evidence of it. The point of all of this is we all occupy this planet and and I believe that we are reaching a, a fever or I'm sorry, we're reaching a point now, a, a boiling point where, where we have to start working together to come up with a solution on how we're going to progress for the next 
you know, 150, 250, 500 years. I mean, our children's 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 children are going to have the worst of situations because of how our generation and the generation before handled things. And, and I, I get that that takes pride. You, you know, you got to throw away your pride in these situations because, you know, to, to just for let's say our president just decided to say, you know, all right, we're going to recognize that North Korea has the nuclear weapon and we are going to ask them to the table and we're going to ask them to sit down with us so that we can come up with some sort of disarmament, not necessarily to take their threat away and 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 us still have it, but an equal sort of partnership and in, in trying to develop some sort of peace. OK, the, the 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 North Koreans and the South Koreans are still at war. All they signed was an armistice. And, and, and they are there was no treaty ever signed. The war continues. We literally have a line in the sand where we have a demilitarized zone where um, we have guns pointed at them and they have guns pointed at the South Koreans. And Seoul, South Korea has something like 20 million people that is just kilometers away from the border. I, I, I feel like there is a solution that is so obvious to just bring everybody to the table and we can we can work this out we it can be resolved but it's going to take people just putting away their pride they got to they got to put it aside so that they can so that we all can work together because i really believe the enemy that we're going to be facing next isn't going to be each other the the, the big enemy is going to be the fact that our oceans are cresting over the shores and, and, and we have storms that rain for days and days and days and cause flooding and power outages. And, 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 and if you don't have the ability to grow food, you have food shortages. Uh, we'll have fuel shortages because people can't get to the refineries to be able to, 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 to you know, um, turn our oil into gas. You know, there, there are solutions that we can come up with that we, we just haven't yet because we're too busy fighting we're too busy threatening and it's just it's insane to me why we can't just figure out a way to work together to make it all work <laughs> what else is in the news um let's see so uh being today is uh, september the 13th um september 12th yesterday uh apple announced the new iphone which is uh the iphone 8 and the iphone 8 plus which um i'm going to be completely honest with you i i i feel like are very very close to what the iPhone 7 and the 7 Plus are. I know that they've made some upgrades as far as the processor and I feel like the cameras have been I feel like I know the cameras have been updated. So there there has been uh there has been a a progression into the new iPhones, but I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you. They 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 look the same. They they I I get that they have a glass back now so that they can be uh, wireless charging, and that's lovely. I love I love the wireless charging. I think that's very nice. Um, but I guess the new iPhone 8 just doesn't hold any sort of. I, I don't have a whole lot of interest in it just because I, I feel like it's just a continuation of the same thing. Even though everything I read sort of indicates that it is a much bigger deal than I seem to think it is. Uh, I'm not super excited about it, and and that's fine. Um, but what they did announce yesterday uh, was the iPhone 10 or the iPhone X or the iPhone uh, edition or, or whatever it is that it's being called. I think the iPhone 10 is, is essentially what it is. But, of course, 
when you see all of the uh, the campaign information or the documentation on it, it's iPhone X, and I get X is supposed to stand for 10. Um, but that one is the one I think that I'm most interested in because they essentially have taken uh, the iPhone and 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 they've done what Samsung has already done, which Samsung and some other some other phone manufacturers have all done, and that is they've basically removed uh, the bezels not remove them, but they've increased the size of the screen so that now the bezels are uh, either almost not visible or the, the, you know, the screen basically goes to the very edges of the phone, which I, I, I like. I think that is terrific. I, I think, you know, I don't see the point in having a whole lot of real estate where there's nothing going on. And I get it that there are sensors under there. And, and with my iPhone, I have the iPhone 7, you know, we have, a, we have the, the button, the home button that's there. And, uh, you know, it, I guess, you know, I, I, I'm not an architect of, of cell phones and mobile phones. I, I get that. But I feel like that's something that they always could have done. And, and I'm glad to see that they're moving forward on that. So uh, the iPhone 8 uh, will be available for pre-order uh, Friday morning <laughs> here, in the, here in the East Coast. It'll be 3 a.m. that you can go online or you can call your 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 phone carrier to order. Um, that is for the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus. Again, that's not the one I'm interested in. I am interested in the iPhone 10 because I I I think it's really cool looking. Plus, I, I like the the fact that you can do the portrait mode uh, photography with the new uh, with the new iPhone 10. Um, it's got the tool the dual camera lenses. One is uh, one is a fixed um, uh, aperture and then the other one is a further, you know, it's a, uh, telephoto. So th there's a lot of advances with the new phone. And, and I, I think that that's the one I want, but everything I'm reading now is indicating, you know, before you order it or before you buy it, you know, make sure it's really what it is you want, because, um, I I'm a little nervous about having glass on both sides of the phone, uh, because, um, uh, it's not that I'm necessarily a klutz, but I'm certainly guilty of dropping a phone or two in my life. Um, in fact, funny story. So uh, several years ago, um, I want to say it was 2009, maybe 2010, um, the Palm Pre, it must have been 2009, the Palm Pre came out and it was exclusive to Sprint. And and actually, I still have it. It's in my drawer here. <laughs> but uh, so the, the Palm Pre comes out and I, I, I loved this phone. Um, it wasn't the fastest thing that I'd ever played with or used, but it was it was it was it was it was nice. It was fun to hold. It had a it had a physical co uh, keyboard on it. It was it, it slid out. It was it was a nice phone to use, and I, I liked it. Um, the problem was, I I they did not make a case for it, so there was no way for me to protect it besides putting the skins on it. Now the phone was plastic, it, you know, even the screen was plastic. There wasn't any there wasn't any glass to it, so nothing was going to shatter. I mean, unless you like threw it at the ground, then yes, it would shatter. But the, the, the problem that I had with it, I, I had butterfingers. And so Sprint has an insurance plan. I'm sure every every carrier does. But uh, at the time, theirs was like ten ninety nine a month. Well, as I said, I, I am a butterfinger. And um, when with with Sprint's insurance policy, you had to pay a deductible every time the phone was damaged and had to be replaced. Well, apparently, and I didn't know this at the time, they have a limit to the number of times you can replace a phone in a year. 
I reached that limit. And it's not because I destroyed the phones or that, you know, I, I caused damage where they needed to be replaced. But again, there was no case for this phone. They, uh, the only thing I could do would wrap it in those, um, the, the, the protective thing. Um, I think they still sell them. I can't even think of the name of it, but it's like a, it's like a, a, a tape that you would, you would put around it to protect it from scratches and things like that. But because the, the phone was curved and it had, it had weird edges and things like that, it never, it never seemed to fit just right. So I, 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 every single time I dropped the phone, if it got a scratch, I was on the phone to Sprint or a Shurion or whoever it is that replaced it. I would be on the phone with them and say, listen, uh, I, I, I need my, my phone is broken. It needs to, uh, I need to replace it. And for some reason I was paying that, that 1099 a month and I was willing to pay whatever the deductible was. I'm almost certain it was a hundred dollars. But I, I would replace my phone, I think, every couple months because it would fall to the ground and it would get some sort of scratch on it. And and for some reason, I couldn't just live with the scratch. Now, since then, I don't think I've had any sort of issue dropping phones or scratching phones or anything like that. I have I have I have been really, really good about not doing that. So uh, I, I, I get that if I get the iPhone 10, that there's a possibility that I probably won't damage it. Um, in, in, in a way that, that require replacing. And of course I, I don't do the insurance now. I, I don't know why I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, I'm going to damage a phone. I I'm, I'm very careful with it. Maybe I've grown up. I don't know. But, um, but the idea of glass front and glass back makes me a little nervous. So it makes me a little shy on the idea of replacing a phone that I have that works fine with a phone that potentially I could, um, damage in some way. So I, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not even saying I'm going to, I'm going to really even consider getting the phone. Uh, it's not going to be available to order this week. Anyway, it won't be available to order until the end of October, according to what they said during the keynote yesterday. So it's not even available. That's, and that's fine. Um, so I will wait. Uh, I probably will not really even consider the iPhone eight because again, it feels too much like it's the iPhone seven and I don't see the point. Now I am on the sprint iPhone for life plan. So I don't actually pay anything to, to get the new phone. Um, but I, I feel like if I were to do that, I, I just, I feel like I'd be wasting the whole thing unless I just waited until the new one, the, the, the 10 comes out. So I don't know, maybe that's what I'm going to do. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Um, stuff coming up this weekend. Charleston is, is, uh, the, the Scottish games are this weekend in Charleston. And if you have the opportunity to go and, and, and participate and, and see it, they are a lot of fun. Um, we will be hosting the Campbell tent this weekend. So, um, if you are at the games and you want to come by and say, hello, we will be at the Campbell tent, um, you know, for, for part of it. Otherwise just look for a guy with a beard and the kilt. I get that that's probably describing 80% of the men that will be there, but you know, just poke around, ask any, you know, are you Barrett? Are you Barrett? Are you Barrett? Uh, and, and I imagine eventually you'll get to me at some point, possibly if you don't just keep trying, you know, um, but that is going to do it for this week. I am really glad that I was able to knock one out because, um, honestly, it, it, like I said before, if I don't do, don't do a podcast then I'm afraid that I'll become complacent and not doing them. And then it just falls to the wayside, but, uh, really glad you all could join us and, and, and listen this week. We'll do it again next week for sure. Uh, I promise. And, uh, 
uh, it'll be a, another exciting edition of the program. So uh, thank you again for listening. Again, follow me on Twitter at Barrett Gruber, and uh, we will check you out next week. Thank you much. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.